stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Look, I don't want to take anything away from what was a big, big scoop from our colleague David Aiken, chief political correspondent for Global News. But it should not fall to a scoop from any reporter to inform Canadians about what Statistics Canada is up to. The plan to harvest detailed financial transaction data from some 500,000 households is the kind of thing that StatsCan really needs to be upfront about and explain to Canadians why they're doing this and how this is all going to work. Unfortunately, it was not done that way. As mentioned, uh, David Aiken broke the news. There has been considerable political fallout ever since. Uh, Today, Canada's privacy commissioner, raising some concerns about all of this, says StatsCan failed to disclose key details to his office about this plan. A failing that... Daniel Therrien says contributed to the agency falling way short of its stated objective of being transparent. Now, look, Statistics Canada is very, very serious about guarding the information that it, that it has. And uh, I've heard from all kinds of different researchers who have described what it's like going in and using StatsCan data. They take a lot of steps to protect it. I would also add that uh, StatsCan does an important job. We need to collect this data. We need to have evidence-based policy. And that's why I I spoke out at the time. I I disagreed with the previous government's decision to get rid of the long-form census. I do think we we need it. This seems to be going uh, much further, however. And it appears to be not exactly the kind of thing that's in keeping with StatsCan's rule. So especially if we're dealing with a a real deviation in their mandate, I mean, what is the purpose of this? That's a key question here, a key question that our next guest says has not really been answered. Philip Cross uh, is former chief economic analyst at Statistics Canada. He's now a senior fellow at the McDonald laurier Institute. Philip, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Rob. Thanks for having me on. Well, and you wrote a really interesting piece today about the questions that this raises. I mean, what stands out to you about this story? How Statistics Canada has really botched the communications about this, uh, I think if they had been open and transparent from the beginning, uh, you know, Canadians would look on this a lot more sympathetically. Mm-hmm. But they've been playing catch-up on this for a couple of weeks now, and they just have not been able to get their story straight. Uh, they haven't got the story right straight about the privacy commissioner. Uh, they haven't got it right about what the data they're what they're going to do with the data. I mean, I know if you requisition my bank records you're going to see a lot of transfers to credit card. You're going to see a lot of cash. So it's not even going to tell you what I'm spending my money on. So, you know, I have a, I'm skeptical about whether we've heard the full story about what it is they are using the, uh, want to use the data for. And, you know, when people aren't getting all the, uh, don't tr- understand the answers they're getting, it leads to more questions. And as I say, and then the answers are inconsistent, and then the organization looks like it doesn't know what it's doing. And I, I think it's been a, a just a big mess for Citizens Canada at the communications end of things. Yeah, and and that's the kind of thing that can do some long run damage, can't it? Because if we start to lose faith in in stats, can then then you know I mean that that's going to be hard to undo, and that's going to cause problems for the agency down the road, isn't it? 
Very much so. And the agency had just built up a lot of uh, goodwill uh, with the reinstatement of the census. Um, so, you know, this is, this is a, what's really frustrating to me as a former employee, though, is this was, a unavoid, this was an avoidable mistake. This didn't have to roll out the way it did. And, uh, I, you know, I'm not sure what went wrong. I, I, I don't know if it's um, a matter of the, this, the new chief statistician hasn't been on the job for long. Uh, hopefully he'll learn from this experience, and in the future he'll communicate a lot more effectively with the public. Um, but, you know, as I say, I'm really not sure what went off the rails on this. But, uh, and I think if it's a one-off, if, if they can avoid this type of mistake again in the future, I think Canadians have shown they are very forgiving, uh, even to government agencies. And uh, But it's a lot easier to be forgiving if, if an agency just admits, you know, we made a mistake in communication with you. Here's what we really want this data for. Uh, but they're going to have to start uh, being transparent pretty soon because uh, I think if Canadians feel much longer that they're getting the runaround, then I think quickly, too, their patience will run out. Yeah, and I mean, it would have been an opportunity, and you noted in your piece today uh, that, you know, it would have been an opportunity for StatsCan to directly address some of the concerns that, that have been raised about how this data is going to be used, who it could possibly be shared with, how vulnerable it is, questions that people are asking. StatsCan, they could have at least addressed this head on. Exactly, and that's, you know, I think every public relations, you know, a lot of, every organization has public relations problems at one point or another. And every uh, public relations firm I've ever heard of says the way you, you stop these things from snowballing is as soon as there's a problem, you, you open the books, you're completely open and transparent with people, and you get ahead of the problem. Whereas stackhand has been chasing this from behind. They're putting out inconsistent stories, uh, inconsistent with other agencies like the Privacy Commissioner, inconsistent with their previous story. They, and that gives the impression that, you know, they're not being open and transparent, that they're making up a different story every day and they're trying to manipulate uh, the public. And I don't think the public likes the idea that Stackhan or any government agency is manipulating them. But as I've mentioned in previous op-eds in the Post, you know, this goes back to a broader trend in the federal government that, you know, the public is something that you manipulate. It's not something you serve. And I, I think that's where a lot of the problems in government have, have come from uh, in recent years. Back to the question of what the point of this would be, why Statistics Canada would be interested in this data, what it can tell them, how that could possibly even be used to, to shape policy. Does there seem to be a compelling reason for this? Well, yes, if that was the only source of data. For example, understanding what households spend uh, their money on is very important. It's, that's the data, for example, that is used to determine the weights of the, of the consumer price index. And I think everybody is interested in, in really good consumer price index data. That's what's used to, to index the whole tax and transfer system. Uh, along with a lot of wage contracts and so on and so forth. So mm -hmm. I think everybody understands the importance of, a, of good CPI data. The weights up to now have been derived from uh, diaries, from going to people and, and saying, could you keep track of what you're spending on? 
for the past week or, or, or the upcoming month, and people do that. And from that, StackHand comes up with weights to determine the CPI. Now, StackHand, here's the problem is, StackHand says, well, maybe those surveys aren't as good as they used to be, but they haven't come clean with, you know, is that really the case or not? You know, if, if the data isn't as good, it should be easy for StackHand to say, well, here, look at the response rates. Look at how they're falling. But they're basically saying, well, you know, we take our word for it that the response rates are falling, but, you know, maybe they're not bad enough that we have to convert. So they're trying to have it both ways. You really can't. If, if you think if the old surveys are, are deteriorating, then you have to forcefully tell people, listen, we need this for good CPI data. We think this this trend of these surveys, the response rates is going in a direction that the data is no good. And, uh, you know, but you can't say, well, maybe it is or maybe it isn't. It, it just, it's so wishy-washy. People just throw out their hands and say, well, is this good data anymore or not? And if it's not, then clearly we need to find new data. Maybe we don't need detailed bank records. Maybe there's some other way of fixing household surveys. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Um, because, you know, clearly this has struck a nerve with Canadians, and Canadians are not enthusiastic about bank records. You know, perhaps if there's no other alternative, Canadians might go along with it. But Stackhand isn't making that case forcefully right now. No, they're not. So, I mean, do you think it's too late for them to, you know, address these issues, or is, is that ship kind of sailed? You know, I mean, is, is this whole project now just you know, tainted, really? That's a good question. I don't have the answer to that because I don't know how sensitive Canadians are about privacy issues these days. Yeah. I mean, uh, 10 years ago, maybe they would have been a, had a little more patience with StackCan. But this is coming after big scandals at Equifax, at Facebook. So I could see Canadians being a lot touchier about uh, their, their uh, confidential financial data being transferred to other organizations. I think at a minimum, StackHand had to go to Canadians and say, we will inform you through the bank that this is being done. If you have a problem, contact us. We'll explain to you what we're using. But to try to do this kind of behind people's backs, you know, to the point that even the privacy commissioner, even the banks didn't really understand what was going on, you know, clearly StackHand was not being forthcoming and up, uh, open about what they were doing. And I think if they had any doubts before, they better understand now that that's the only circumstance under which Canadians will share this data, will go along with the program. So they better start being open and transparent about this, starting, well, right about yesterday, actually. Yeah, yeah well said. Uh, Philip, people can read your piece. It's up at uh, financialpost.com. Much more, of course, uh, as well at mcdonaldlaurier.ca. Thank you so much for your input on this. Appreciate you joining us here today. 
Thanks, Rob. I enjoyed talking about it. Appreciate it. Philip Cross, uh, former chief economic analyst at Statistics Canada, now senior fellow at the McDonald laurier Institute, really shaking his head at how his former employers uh, have been handling this whole situation. And as he writes, the public's concerns should have been easy to predict. And, and it really is baffling uh, that they didn't see that coming. And, and just how they went about it in the first place. How do you go back and undo, you know, all, all, the, um, all the cynicism that's been built up around all of this? Right. I mean, look, this is legal for StatsCan to do this. Uh, StatsCan is prohibited by law from sharing any of that information with any other government agency. StatsCan is fanatical about protecting its data. It's far more likely that your bank would be hacked than StatsCan would be hacked. But have they come out and explained any of that? No, they haven't. So, uh, yeah, there, there's been a real breach of, of trust, I think, with the Canadian public, and it's going to be hard to undo that. And as, as Philip Cross says, it was entirely avoidable. Be upfront about this. Say that this is, is a big change for us. This is why we need to do this. Here's what it's going to mean. Here's how it's going to work. Here's how we're going to protect this information. How is this, this is how we're going to protect your privacy. Get ahead of that and explain all of it to people. Sure, you're going to have people that aren't going to like it anyway. Just like you have people that still hate the census and everything else that SatScan does. And that's fine. You're, you're never going to win over those people. But I think there are people that have concerns that might otherwise be prepared to, to give StatsCan the benefit of the doubt, but have just been really turned off by how they've handled this. And it is a real, fail, a real failure on their part. And then today to even have the privacy commissioner scolding them for this, well, then it suggests that you weren't taking this seriously in the first place. The privacy commissioner told members of the parliamentary committee today that he was testifying before, we did not know about the numbers until very recently. I think this is a crucial fact. Speaking of the 500,000 households, StatsCan never told the privacy commissioner that. The measures that Statistics Canada took were deficient on the issue of transparency for sure. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.